gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. People dying, kill me in the packing house. Even you have to win sometime. Hey! Hey, uh, this is the Bunny Ears Podcast. Welcome again. I am uh, the Devin Sawa of Culkins, Macaulay, that's me, uh, also known as Jonathan Taylor Thomas. What's up, dude? So, uh, yeah, this week uh, we have on a really, really classy guest. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, he is the star of Moby Dick, and, amongst other things. It's uh, Gregory Peck. Yeah, we, we actually were able to land Gregory Peck, and um, he's... Oh, gosh, my phone. Hold on a second. Find me, gag me. All right, Take fine. me to the bunny ranch. The volume's right. Hey, this is um, Macaulay Hogan and the Bunny Ears Podcast. Welcome again. Oh, my dog next door is barking, but it's okay. I'm not sure if you could hear that. So uh, this week, yeah, we actually landed a really, really great guest. Um, it is a really, really classy, classic guy. Uh, it's Mr. Gregory Peck. He's the star of Moby Dick. Uh, he's Ahab in Moby Dick, in fact. So yeah, can't really get any classier than that. So, uh, so, what's that? He died? Josh. Find me, gag Okay. Um, apparently I've just been told that, um, it's not Gregory Peck. It's actually Josh Peck. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be Josh Peck. Um, we're going to go from here and, uh, see how it goes. So, uh, yeah. Take it away, Josh Peck. Oh, a lot of gusto. Oh, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, so, a yeah. little, little razzle-dazzle. Yeah, a little, little mic check razzle-dazzle <laughs> over here. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so uh, listen, I usually do outros and, you know, and intros afterwards, so, like, we just fucking just go. You know? Strong, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so uh, listen, I only actually have one question for you written down. I'm so glad. Yes, yes. So, Mr. Josh Peck, mm. are you related to Walter Peck from Ghostbusters? No, that's a person. Yeah, he's he's the guy who shuts down the machine, the the the, the, the you know the, the ghost machine. Interesting, you know, Peck. You know, yeah, I had the, no the idea, dude. I don't know. He I keeps on calling him Peck. Peck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I was wondering, any relation? No, I wish. Okay. I, I mean, granted, I never met my father, so maybe there's some uncles. Oh, that, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's your uncle. You know, yeah. But it's. Like I obviously I get Gregory Peck all the time. Who's oh, there you go, a real human Peck. Yeah, he's, he is an actual Peck. Yes, an actual Peck. <laughs> but he, I think, was Pekarian because he was Armenian. Okay. And I dejude my last name because it's really Peckerman. I was about to ask Peckerman. Yeah. 
All right, yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you just you kind of just wanted to keep it simple. Slightly yeah, off the one, one, one syllable. <laughs> my, my, I think my uncle was someone who told my mom when she found out she's having a boy, he said, we need to have a meeting. <laughs> like, you cannot allow him to go through life with that last name. Oh my goodness! As a boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go through like yeah, go through like fifth grade is like yeah, it's like oh Peckerman, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So she legally changed it to Peck before I was born, but I it's, so it's not just a stage name. Mm-mm. Okay, but it hasn't really. I mean, you know, if people want to go with Pecker, they're they're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. exactly. There's yeah. no way around mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you should have been in that movie, Pecker. Pecker, yes. Yeah. You remember she, that? You remember that flick? Pecker, uh, Edward Furlong. It's it's a John Waters movie. Ooh, yeah. He plays a photographer. What's going on with John Waters and Edward Furlong? Yes, right. Okay. Right. Well, John Waters now just hitchhikes all the time. No. Do you know about this? No. Okay. So like, there's like every once in a while, it's every couple of years you hear a story like yeah, like we pick up John Waters on the side of a street. Like I, I forget where he's like living. It's somewhere I think. In kind of the mid south of you know the United States, mm. and uh, um, yeah, no, he he just enjoys doing it. Like yeah, and even in his like older years, like yeah, he just he just just hitchhikes, and that's his. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember. I mean, I don't know if he's still making movies. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess I could IMDb him or something like that. But like honestly, I I, I don't like. Uh, what was it? Uh, Cecil B. Demented. I think that was the last movie I remember him doing, and that Solid. was and that was like twenty years ago. Looking at, I don't. And then Edward Furlong, God bless him. Looking at, <laughs> um, last thing I heard from him is that uh, uh, he got ar- he got arrested for trying to free some lobsters from a, a supermarket. I remember that. Yes, virtuous. He, yes, I got arrested that same week. It's the only time I've ever been arrested. No. Yeah. I got. I had some pot in the car. You know, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> in that, a, where? In New York? It was in Oklahoma. Oh, that's was, the wrong place. Uh, pot no in the car. fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. They kept on saying like, "Oh, you're the biggest bust here since Timothy Timothy McVeigh," and I was like, "Yeah, that's really inappropriate." Yeah, yeah. different different scenario. Yep. Yep. Um, wait, I have a number of questions, but first off, on the John Waters of it all, and I'm interested to hear what you think. Like, I feel like. I can. I hope I'm not doing this, whatever it is we do, mm-hmm. at 75. Yeah. No, I'm already kind of like, yeah, I'm already kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm already pretty much done. Like, you know, like anything I do is usually a favor. By the way, audience, if you're hearing a, a thing in the background, that that's the litter box. If you're a fan of the show, you've you've heard the litter box before. My my girlfriend has a mechanical litter box, robot litter box. Yeah, look look at it. It's, it's, it looks like it's like egg shaped. It's in the corner, and it's like a it's 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 a thing. So it, you can barely hear it on the mic, but it, still, it's like know. an Alexa litter box. Yeah, yeah. Play the yeah, Clash. Yeah. Okay, okay Alexa. <laughs> okay, Siri. Okay, Google. Oh wait, sh- I shouldn't say that. Fuck, I have one of those things in the house. Really? Yeah, yeah. They gave me they gave me one for free. I did an ad for them, and now right. now, now I have one in the house. And I always do, uh, you know, okay, Google, uh, play Taylor Swift's uh, "Shake It Off." That's I, that's the only thing I've ever asked it to do, and I've asked it about fifty oh, times. Wow. Okay, a- Google, stop. We don't, we don't own the rights to this. <laughs> what a way to set the mood. I know, yeah. And my, my lady, she hates that song, so I always kind of ambush her. Yeah. So I go, okay, Google, play Taylor Swift's Chicken Off. You yeah, know, take that, honey. Please don't play it again. Okay, thank God. Because honestly, you have to whisper when you, like, when you talk about the Google machine. <laughs> Was it? Why did you do that commercial? It must have paid like crazy. It, it was it was it was a satisfactory amount of money, uh, <laughs> and also sure. they also let me they also let me write it. That That's was the huge. thing. Yeah. So honestly, like I, like and I'm like just 
I came up with all the gags. Like, you know, they came at me with like not enough money and a really like you know like an, an unsatisfactory script. Basic. Yeah, and so they were like, "Oh, what would it take?" And I go, "I don't know," and then I just threw out like a huge number, and they're like, "Yeah," and I said, "Also, I I, I want to write it." They're like, "Okay." So yeah, me and my uh, some of my staff we got together and we wrote some gags, and then we just kind of improved also when I was there, and there we go, you know. How many opportunities like that have you said no to up until that point? Uh, a good amount, yes. I mean, I always I get, would imagine. Yeah, I, I get I get stuff. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. But like I said, it was kind of you know it, the, the stars aligned. Cause, you know, it, I thought it'd be cute. Yes. And it's also like you know it, it was very seasonal. You know, but also I got approached like for it about maybe about three weeks before it aired. Like it was that kind of thing. It was like yeah, like they they approached me like in like late. November. Mm. You could tell somebody had the idea on Friday and they were talking to me on Monday and then we had closed the deal the next Friday. We had shot it like the next Monday and then it was out the following Monday. Like, I mean, it was, it all happened super fast. You know? There's this beautiful hot zone and it happens to be in like Q4 holiday season mm-hmm. for huge brands, yeah. which I find obviously they do a huge ad spend then. Yeah. But then also... I think what happens is is that they allocate money throughout the year, and mm-hmm. sometimes they just have a bunch left. Yeah, and if we don't spend it, then our budget's smaller next year. Yes. Yes. So they're like, uh, call Mac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all Let's right. Let's try it. Yeah, cool. And so, yeah, no, I just, I was, I, like I said, I kind of just said, I asked for the moon, mm. and they, yeah, they let me have the moon, you know? And it ended up being a really cute ad. So, look, you know, like, it was really I, cute. I, I should start going into advertisement. You know, yeah. Like, I, I know how to write ads now, apparently. Like, yeah. It's an, you know, it's an, like, obviously, I mean, you're, sort of uh, legacy is so much more massive than mine and yet I still think we did something that's like part of the lexicon where people yeah. you know it's it's synonymous it made an imprint on people and I too I remember when I finished Drake and Josh the thing with kids TV and whatever was that there's no residuals mm-hmm. oh, so yeah. you weren't exactly like set for life when you were done yeah to yeah. say the least yeah yeah because <laughs> it was uh, that was uh, Nick right yeah it was like cable yeah. kids how old TV. were you when you started just acting in general I I think I was about like ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you started that show? Fourteen. Gotcha. Yeah. And how long did that go for? You know, it's it, it it's crazy because you know it 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 still reruns every day. Yeah. So people feel like, oh, it was Big Bang. You did two hundred episodes, but yeah. we did sixty episodes over yeah. five years. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So you oh, so like when you ended, you were like nineteen. Yeah. Like, and how old were you playing? Uh, n- not two for 17. Gotcha. So it wasn't like completely. Yeah, you, you aged okay with the part kind of thing. Like, yeah. 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 They weren't trying to ask you to be like a 15 year old when you're 19. Okay. Well, it, who, it wasn't, it wasn't 90210. Yeah. yeah <laughs> yes. Or like who, this was, I don't know, you're probably, because I'm a little younger than you, but like on Hannah Montana, the whole joke was, I think it was like Mitchell Musso or mm. something. Yeah. Yeah. Was literally playing like her brother was like 14 years yeah. younger than yes. yeah. or playing 14 years younger. Yeah. Yeah. And look at, he, 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 I mean, he started looking, he started looking it after a while, I think. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, he always looked good, but you know, no, no, no knocking, but you know, yeah. But at the same time, it's also like, no, I can tell you're like 30. Like I can tell like, you're, you're around that corner. Like, oh yeah. 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 Like as soon, it's like they somehow hold on the haircut anchors them. Yes. The Bieber haircut. <laughs> It's yeah, it's a freaking haircut. Yeah, <laughs> and then if they ever got like a respectable IBM haircut, they would look like I'd be like, oh, you're 32. There you go. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's it's no usually what happens as soon as the show ends. It's like, yeah, they finally get get a haircut. And you're like, oh my god, there you go. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you can never like I remember having long hair through my early 20s, mm-hmm. and then I longer, and then I got like the 
the respectable haircut that reflected my age. Yeah, yeah. And since then, you know how you're like, you'll see a picture of yourself like, I could go back there. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just can't. You can't. <laughs> how, long, how long did you wear your hair? <laughs> Not to shoulders. I oh, mean, yeah, I had mine down to my tits at one point. Look at me. Yeah. Well, you Coken boys have beautiful hair for oh, long oh, hair, right? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, mean, yes. I remember Rory had... Quite the main. He is luscious, right? It's right now, it's like yeah, it's it's past his shoulders, and it's like it's full too. Thick. Like yeah, mine kind of like goes like it's not stringy, but it's like kind of semi flat and silky, you mm. know. But his is like a mane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, he's yeah, he's he's a sexy bitch. That I, one. Yeah, he's a, he's a beauty. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, during his uh, uh, wedding, like you know, I was we, you know me and the Culkin boys were all getting changed, you know, before and he took his shirt off. I was like, he is the most ripped dude I know. No. Yes. No, he is he's ripped. No, he's he's got a full six pack and he, and his his chest muscles are defined and just like yeah, he's slender and he's got kind of a V shape to his upper torso and it's gorgeous. I was just like, How do you do that? Like, you know He doesn't I, work out, right? I have a booze gut, you know, yeah. Like, no, he works out. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. No, he actually like yeah, it's funny, he takes care of himself and everything. Like oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the complete opposite, you know. Listen, I I'm I'm just switching over to a vape pen. I mean, you know, like that, wow. that's me taking care of myself, you know, and him, he's like hitting the gym and eating right, you know, yeah. Well, cause I'm still locked in us like I, I guess I'm how old is he? Twenty nine? Uh yeah. Yeah, uh he was born in uh yeah, uh eighty nine. So yeah, no, he's 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 actually two months from now, uh he'll be thirty. Wow. I know. He's he's the baby of the family, he's turning thirty. Yeah, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm still locked in us when we knew each other. When, like, we first met, I was, I think, 16. He was 13. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, we we stayed close up until, like, late teens, early 20s. And I just remember his room. He had, like, a line of Svedka vodka bottles. Yes. (laughs) Or, like, like smear, or, like, absolute or something. Yeah, but it was, like, like, he's a collector. I I, want to give him a, a sign that says, Welcome to Chili's. Yes. Because his house is very much like a Chili's. Like, it just has all, all, all this flair on the wall. Like, Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Him and his lady, they, they run a really funny household. You know, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I want, I, I'm going to give them like a please wait to be seated sign so they can just put that in the front of their house, like right, you know, right at the front door. <laughs> That's so cool. I'm so glad. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, man, he's killing it. He's killing it. And his wife is fantastic. You know, yeah. They're, wow. they're doing good. You're married, right? I'm married. I recently procreated, had a sweet baby. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy thank God. you. Uh, how old? Four months. Oh, four months. Is it ugly? It's super cute. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. It looks just like my wife. <laughs> thank yeah, God. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> just, and now I'm going to do like the move that, that you didn't even ask, but I'm going to show you a picture. No, no. I'm that dad. You reach right away for your phone as soon as, as, soon as I brought up your kid. You're like, yeah, got to show it off. I look here. I'm going to actually show you a video this morning, which is seven seconds long of him. This is how he wakes up. Oh, he's all swaddled and stuff. Oh, he's a handsome dude. He's a cute little oh, guy. Oh, look at that. He's happy, too. Oh, look at you. You, but, got a, you got a happy kid. So we're dealing with this now, which is that this is very on trend. He's got a helmet. Oh, I know. I've seen babies with these helmets. Yes. And it's a mother. Are, do, are we? Can we curse? Yes, of course. This is a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a motherfucker. And now, is that a, for a particular reason? Does he have like a soft skull or something like that? Flathead. Is it a flathead? I it's think flathead. <laughs> you, look, you look perfectly fine like in the other picture, but you know, yeah. Like, yeah. They, they scare you. No fucking shit. No, I, I'm going to be fucking scared to death. Like, yeah, me and Brenda are working on procreating. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, I, I could tell. It's like, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. But at the same time, it's also just... 
like yeah it's of course it's going to be scary but she has a certain kind of uh neuroses about certain things and mm. i can tell she's going to gonna like just like i think all of our kids are gonna have helmets and like you know like like just exoskeletons or something like that yeah but, you know, yeah all the accoutrements <laughs> yeah exactly exactly well, i mean you should see how she freaks out about the cat food so like i you know i lord knows how like you know the, you know, the baby's gonna go you know but you do know. you guys do bougie cat food like high-end fancy well, yeah shit? i mean like uh, we have like about five or six different containers mm-hmm. just to make the cat food and then we warm it up for them and Great. then we yeah no it's a lot of steps it's a lot of steps and you know the thing is i'm really loosey-goosey like i mean i've had like you know cats before and so like it's like no just, you just put a dish of food there right. you go there you go fancy feast whatever yeah. you know, yeah and like no next thing you know it's uh yeah no i got like five at the same time like it, it's made our cats finicky about food so like they actually got bored of their food, so we had to give them new food. Like right. yeah, like yeah, like not just new flavor. Like yeah, and she spends like two hours on the internet trying to figure out like what's the best food. Like you know, like that kind of stuff. And, oh, like, she'll be know. a great mom. Uh, believe you me, thank God, because I'm like kind of Mister. Like oh, whatever. Like I'm, I, I'm both both a disciplinarian and the cool one. Like you know what I mean? Mm. I'm the one who tells the cats to get the fuck off the counter, but at the same time, I'm also kind of just like hey, you know, like you know, go ahead, go go play with my shoelaces. Like you know, like that kind of thing. Like, yes. You know, so. I, it's going to be a funny balance. That's a good point. I think that describes me in in my parenting. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think I fulfill both those roles. Mm-hmm. I think probably the hard part is in the middle, yeah. <laughs> which is what Pim, my wife, is picking up because she's so like. Even we got this helmet, and he's terribly uncomfortable. I'm not. Ter- I shouldn't say that. Well, it's molding his skull. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's this new thing. It's like braces for your like your skull, and it's like this light. You know, they're like it's less than four ounces, and and many kids get it and never notice it. But of course, I do the dad move because he's just like hating it right now. Mm-hmm. As he adjusts to it, he's like so upset, and I'm like, it's because he's too smart, bro. Yeah, I'm like these fucking lump kids. You could throw anything on their head; they don't notice. I'm like this kid's a genius, and he's sensitive. Yeah, exactly, your kid's always the, the smartest, most handsome thing ever. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. But like my wife, the other day, and granted, they kind of said, listen, for the first day or two, you can every couple hours take it off, but eventually you got to leave it on because if you take it off when they get upset, they're going to know that that's an yeah, option. Yeah, that's when they start crying. Like, you know, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And my wife's been the one who's like, stop it, you jerk. Like, because I'll rip it off and be like, go to bed. You're fine. Like, yeah. you're free. I mean, honestly, how many flat-headed people do you really know? Flat-headed adults. That's the hard part, right? Because it's like jeweling. Like, we don't quite know what's going to happen in 30 years. Yeah. But I'm like, just saying, no. But, like, also, people, like, like I can't think of really any, like, flat-headed people that I know. Right. And they, like, they, and, like, that was a whole generation of people who didn't have helmets. Right. But, like, that's what I'm saying. In, like, 20 years, are we just going to see people with beautifully symmetrical faces and think, like, wow, we were all, we oh, all yeah, looked oh, fucking oh, crazy. T- touche. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a whole bunch of, like, young Elizabeth Harleys. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Because I remember I watched a study of, uh, like, they were uh, trying to find the most beautiful face uh, based on, like, symmetry. Because that's sort of, and she apparently has, like, the most, or had the most symmetrical face. Wow. So, like, yeah, like, scientifically, she was the most beautiful woman in the world, you know, because Ugh. her eyes were the perfect distance and they were the right, like, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. I have a face like a Picasso like this eye is a little higher than this one my nose is like this like you know, yeah. <laughs> did you do any did you like break your nose as a kid or anything uh, uh, yeah I, I got elbowed uh, and I still have a deviated septum and I just never got it fixed and it doesn't really bother me so wow yeah yeah so you can still see like my cartilage like right there yeah 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 there it is I, um... that's not a cocaine thing that, that's actually <laughs> being elbowed during basketball thing like you know, yeah wow yeah. you're like this is a cocaine thing yeah. but this oh yeah way... no the hole in, on the inside <laughs> that's the cocaine <laughs> <laughs> what uh, did 
I mean, I feel like you and I both went through our, you know, cliche young actor phase, right? With sure. That, with that I mean, booger sugar, with yeah. the devil's dandruff, <laughs> the Colombian oh, yeah. calcium. Oh, yeah. Listen, I, I, I fooled around a little bit. Like, you know, uh, nothing like too bad, but it was also kind of just like, a, uh, at worst, I would call it a phase. Yes. Uh, you know, that kind of thing where it's kind of just like, oh, I, I'm doing this for like a month or so. And it was like, yeah, then I was like, it's time for me to stop. And I just stopped. Like, it, like, it wasn't hard for me to stop like doing that kind of stuff. You know, smart. Like, yeah, I, I, honestly, I'm like, other than booze, I'm actually like a boozer. I, I'm drinking wine now. I always drink wine at the, the podcast. You know? Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but also, I'm not drinking whiskey anymore. So there you go. Let's see, it's just, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm tapering. It's a small. <laughs> yeah. Do you. So, but, uh, would but, you call yourself a daily drinker? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Mm. Uh, 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 casually sometimes. I mean, I'd say probably about five days a week. Um, you know, there's certain times where it's like I have nothing to do except like shoot zombies on my Xbox and, you know, smoke cigarettes and drink wine. So it's like, you know, I could pound, like, you know, more than more than a bottle or two. Like, right. you know, uh, but then it's also... Like, you know, like yesterday I didn't have anything to drink. And then like right before I bet I had a glass of wine while me and the lady watched Top Chef, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, yeah, like, so it's not, it's not too crazy. Um, and yeah, no, I don't even smoke pot or anything like that. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I occasionally have a puff or, you know, here and there and stuff. Yeah. Uh, she actually enjoys pot more than I do. Huh. Um, yeah. But it's also like, again, baby making. So I'm like pretty much kind of cleaning out my system. I, I, I don't even like, I have very little red meat now. Like, mm. you know, yeah, like uh, it's a lot, of, a lot of fish, a lot of salad. Yeah. Got all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause it's like, I, you know, like I'm trying to, trying to make sure my baby is, you know, like, uh, listen, I, I have, I have vitamins over there. It's like, yeah, I have like fertile aid vitamins that, you know, she, she wants me to take. So like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you don't want to try, 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 try to kill, you know, just trying to, trying to keep my body like all, all nice. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all I gotta do is impregnate her and then cool. Then it's like nothing but cocaine and hookers from that point on. Well, then our job is done. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. I remember next like, nine months. I'm cool. <laughs> I, this is such a name drop douchebaggery of a story, but I remember my wife was like eight months pregnant and we went out, you know, who post Malone is. Yes. I, I gave him his award at the AMAs this year. No way. Yep. And actually backstage, uh, uh yeah, I went to congratulate him kind of thing. And uh, he was walking by and I said, sup toast. <laughs> And I think he like thought he was like misheard it like or something like that. But I totally called him Toast, and I totally did it on purpose just because I wanted to see whether I responded to Toast. It's kind of genius, Toast, toast Malone. Toast Malone. Look, like, yeah. <laughs> How is that not a thing? I know exactly. I, I want to get actually a, like a toaster, you know, the, like the Mickey Mouse thing. Like, yeah. you, know, you can get a Mickey Mouse, like you know, like thing burning under your toast. Yeah, like how is could, SNL could, 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 not capitalized? Yeah, exactly. Toast Malone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Post Malone. So he randomly was like, a, so Toasty was a, <laughs> Good old Toasty was a big Drake and Josh fan, and randomly reached out on Twitter. We chatted for a while, and then he was like, come meet me out with, you know, your wife, and, and we'll, you know, have some dinner. So we go to, like, this outdoor bar thing. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I just remember that he wanted to, like, smoke cigarettes. And I and I, I don't even think he realized, like, that, oh, like, you can't do that around, like, he he was the one who was like, let me go, you know, to a separate, like, all the way to the end of the bar. Yeah. Because it was an outdoor bar, and whatnot, and he couldn't have been more like, um, you know, sensitive to the fact. But that, as like the, as the husband, like that's what you become is yes. like the protector. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. like. And I was just like thinking about moments like that where I was like, yeah, like we've got to keep this fetus in in fit 
form. Yeah, exactly. You, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, my, my parents smoked pot when they were, uh, when, when she was pregnant and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah. And, oh, look, see how we all turned out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, oh, I want the same thing. What you want for your kids is the same thing. Like, you, you want them to be you, but better. I think that's kind of what the the evolutionary imperative is essentially. Like, you know, you pass on your genes, but they're supposed to be better, you know, smarter, faster, stronger, whatever. Mm. You know, yeah, look, you know, yeah. And so, yeah, it's like you want to make sure, like, yeah, we're we're in a position now where we're we're our, our thick monkey brains are smart enough to figure out, like, yeah, why don't we just not smoke around our pregnant wives or anything like that? Like, I, yeah, I just couldn't believe that Posty was so had the foresight to mm. be like. I remember him saying, like, oh, let me go to another part of the outdoor yeah, grill. No, no, uh, and I was like, he seems post, really sweet. I was yeah. like, Post, how are you thinking from like I'm the yeah. dad, and you like, no, how no. did you know this? Yeah, yeah, I'm a heavy smoker, and like I do the same thing though. Like I, I don't, I can't smoke around kids or pregnant like like ladies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just, I was like, God bless you, no, Post exactly, Malone. No, exactly, because yeah, God bless you. <laughs> you really, you get it. You yeah. care about the world. Um, he was actually dope, but yeah, it's in. You know, it's in. It was funny. My wife and I, we were just barely a year married. And I'm a sober guy, like 11 years sober, because I actually didn't, I wasn't able to regulate. I gotcha. Were you a smoker <laughs> at one point? Everything. Yeah, gotcha. And, and like, and I remember thinking, and my wife is like beautifully normal, like Irish Catholic, so mm-hmm. she can like put them down, but like we'll do that a few times a year. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, she's vegan. Mm-hmm. She's completely, so she's like the yeah, perfect. Yeah, mine's a pescatarian, like, yeah. Right. And like, yeah, she's got her shit together so well. Like, yeah. Like, it's like, it's, Isn't it's it like am- what are you doing with a, like a scumbag like me? Me like, too. Yeah, Isn't right? it weird to watch right? people who like naturally don't have to try to be better? Yeah. And my wife, so I remember like we had been married for 10 months and she said, our friends, you know, had had some trouble getting married, or I'm sorry, getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so she, trouble getting married. <laughs> <laughs> we all have that. Yeah. And, and I remember her saying, uh, you know, we would love to maybe have a kid within the year. Maybe we should just kind of stop protecting. Mm-hmm. A month later, yeah. we were pregnant. Yeah. Because I'm like, I got this healthy. You, you, you're fertile, dude. Sober, virile. Yeah, virilness. <laughs> exactly. Sober ass sperm. I yeah. go to, you know, I go to hot yoga every now and yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which probably like radiates the sperm. And like, you are the beautiful, like, uh, vegan vessel. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is prime. Of course we got. Pregnant right away. Her, her doctor said, "Like, like of all my habits, uh, um, that the drinking's not so bad. Uh, even the smoking's not so bad. Even though it's like, okay, like once she's pregnant, like you don't smoke in the house and right. that kind of stuff. And that's why I'm I'm already you know vaping. Wow. Uh, um, but um, uh, but the 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 habit that she was most concerned about is that I'd like to take hot baths." And apparently that's bad for for the little little swimmers down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so like, yeah, it's like you're boiling your sperm off, that kind of thing. So like, so like that was like that was the one thing that like yeah, of all my bad habits, like the, the good one is actually the one that's bad for that. And so I came up with a scenario. I said, honey, like you know, when someone like breaks their leg or something like that, they put like a plastic bag over it with like a like a like and they tie it off like so they can take a bath. Like you know, so, sure. What if I just put a like a plastic bag over my balls with a rubber band? Do you think? Your doctor would be okay if I did that, <laughs> and she's like, "I'm pretty sure she she wouldn't." She With would. ice in the back, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you know, what if I ice down my <laughs> ice down my balls? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure the doctor wouldn't be okay with that. But now we just have, she has this vision of every time I take a bath, I'm just like just like a like a grocery bag around my nuts with a rubber band around it. <laughs> I wonder how your feeling is because with me, I don't know, everyone's different, but I just remember 
my wife and I had like, not to be too personal, but like we had never done the thing that is required to have a baby Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, listen, you just started, you you fucked your wife. (laughs) I fucked my wife. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's that simple sometimes. Well, I fucked my wife, which I, I, I would do quite regularly, but our form of birth control was to just not allow the last step to happen. You pull out. Yeah. Yeah. You you can say it. (laughs) I remember We're all adults here. But like, I remember when like finally we're like, yeah, let's, let's, you know, and you're with a person for a while. And Mm -hmm. so like, you're like, oh, all right, well, let's do the thing that you got to do. And like, I remember it happening and thinking, this is intimate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wow, this is so intimate. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I don't know if I like this. Yeah, exactly. I'm used to, I'm used to something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I was like, I don't think I need this. I love how you feel uncomfortable about being intimate with your wife. (laughs) (laughs) That level of intimacy. I was like, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. Yeah. I was like, I mean. Yeah. We do this thing where it's kind of just like, um, like, especially at the end, because Look, I, I, one of the things that she loves about me is I crack her up all the time. Yeah. And it's like right at the very, very climax, I go, making babies. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it, it tightens up her stomach. <laughs> and it can feel her laughing. Like, <laughs> You're making a baby. <laughs> So this is fun to say, like, oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> boy, howdy. <laughs> Golly. God, yeah, gee whiz. Like, yeah. <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting, like, actually, like, going for it kind of thing. Like, mm. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, consciously, like, all right, let's, like, yeah, look, take your fertility pills and do the whole thing. She, right. like, pees in a cup and checks if she's ovulating. You know, yeah, wow. yeah. The whole thing. Like, yeah. No, she's very meticulous. Like, mm. Yeah. Well, we as men, too, unless you're a piece of shit man who, like, doesn't give a, yeah. you know, and it's, like, constantly, like, spreading your seed yeah. without any reservation, we're so indoctrinated with the idea of, like, don't get anyone pregnant because it'll ruin your life. No fucking shit. So, like, yeah, when you finally get there, it's like, I, I like, it's not just, like, it's not just a switch that you can flick. Mm. Like, you actually have to, like, curtail, like, you have to reprogram part of your brain. Yes. Yeah. So it's like this new, because I always say that up until the point where you meet the person that you're going to be with and that you want to have a kid with, it's like, don't get anyone pregnant because it'll fucking ruin your life. And then you get married and they're like, get her pregnant get, now. Right, when's the baby? Expeditiously no, do how it. How many times did people ask you that during the wedding? So when's the baby coming? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it came rather quickly, but like you, it's also weird and- which is why it's cool where the position you're in now, it's like you have these touchstones as like in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I guess the traditional thing is like you get engaged and then married and then have a kid. And Mm -hmm. if you happen to do it in that order, but like we've, we're done. Like we've (laughs) met every milestone. There you go. Boom. Checklist. Yeah. A little, little like just relationship bucket list already done like you're gonna have more you, but that's the thing right you have another one See, like, that's the thing, is you that can't is have it? another shower you don't get to do all the fun shit they're like oh you made more of you you fucking litter <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. that's what we say about my mom she didn't have a family she had a litter mm. like, yeah just like this constant stream of just kids looking at uh you know her poor womb you know yeah <laughs> what was it like growing up with all those kids in the house uh it was crowded Yes. I think crowded is a word. We Eight? grew up in a... Uh, no, seven. Seven. Yeah, and a uh, one-bedroom apartment. <sighs> yeah. My parents slept in the living room, and like, and they stacked up uh, um, bunk beds. Like, So we were, all, we were literally living on top of each other. Wow. You know, you know who Neil Brandon is, the comedian? I know that name, yeah. He, um, he created the Chappelle show, and... He's... Yes, yes, I know, yes, yes, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. He's one of ten. 
Oh, geez. I know. God bless. Well, Culkin, Brennan, you know, all of the same. Believe me, that, yeah. <laughs> Clan. All, all the, all the, I grew up in an Irish neighborhood, and so, like, yeah, it was always, like, yeah, the Morgans, they got, like, five, six, seven kids. Like, yeah, like, every, every like, yeah, every household was one-bedroom apartments with a bunch of, like, just, yeah. just a bunch of Irish kids that were all, all like, a, like, a year to two years apart. Like, you know, like, yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of just... Good at procreating. Yeah, gosh, gosh. God bless your parents, man. Like, they, they really love each other, man. Or at least they love fucking. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah, you guys are like the Catholic Hasidim. Yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> like yes Pushing exactly. the race forward. But I remember Neil, I, I interviewed Neil uh, for my pod, and he, I was like, what's that like with 10 kids? He's like, it's like living in a fucking boarding house. Yes. He's like, it's like being an orphan with parents. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, a, it's a meaning of life uh, sketch from uh, from Monty Python. Like, it's just all the, ki- all the children. Like, yes. Know, and, yeah, that's pretty much what what it was looking at and but obviously never lonely right yeah i mean i was actually always the kid that w- would go off to the corner and play by himself mm. like yeah, that was kind of my thing and uh, um but yes it was just you know yeah it, 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 it'd always be the worst when somebody broke your toy or broke a toy because nobody had a toy essentially like you know yeah like it was very rare it was everybody's stuff yeah like it was all collective like it was everybody's clothes like, it wasn't your clothes. Like it's that kind of stuff, you know? I mean, how many siblings do you have? Just me. Oh, just you? You're, I know. You're rolling solo? Just me, solo dolo with, like, my I, only, my single mom. I was going to say, because you said earlier that you never met your father. Looking at you. It was just like a little, yeah, her and I were our own little. Did you, do you know who he is? I know who he is. He passed away. So the kind of like. Are you, are you okay with that? Or is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a number. I, you know, I think I'm okay with it. Like, but gotcha. it's one of those wonderful things that, like, you think you're okay with it, and then all of a sudden, like, you vandalize a vending machine. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, that fucking vending machine looked at me the wrong way. <laughs> yes, and I never met my dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, I think you know it was funny. I worked on it for for a long time, and then I'd had some random curiosity, and I remember like at 26 telling my mom like you know i think i will i knew he lived in florida and and then i remember my mom called of course me. he was from florida of course <laughs> like, old jew from florida and and my mom said she said i guess she had looked him up because it sparked an interest in her during our conversation and knew that he probably was on facebook or something and she's like i'm sorry to tell you this but he passed away and while i never had like a deep desire to meet him I'd always flirted with the idea or yeah. imagined. Or, yeah, exactly. You, you'd be remiss if you didn't at least go down that road in your mind, you know, you know of yeah. like, what, what, what would it be like? What's he like? You know, all that kind of stuff, you know? I mean, did he sound like an okay guy or did he just like, was he that kind of like traveling businessman who was laying pipe everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was both. Funny you say that. Gotcha. Like, I think... The interesting part was that he was in his 60s when he met my mom. Mm-hmm. So my dad died of old age. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, he aged out of life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he, like, punched his ticket at 87. And he had three kids who were all grown and a wife. And from what my mom tells me, he was, in quote, separated at the time. They were business associates who, like, had dinner a few times a year. Gotcha. One how, how old night. was she if he was 60? Older. 42. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. My mom's 75. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, 
So I think they randomly, he was separated. He probably, there was probably more women like my mom yeah, that yeah. he crushed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whose souls he crushed. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know if you have any half siblings floating out there? Yeah. I mean, I have three half siblings, two sisters and a brother. No, I know their names. I've seen them on Facebook. Gotcha. But it's like that. Yeah. And I also feel- I had a half sibling also, like at, like at one point. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Passed away. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I even like, like I heard about it, and then like within a year, it's like there you go. Like there you go. I mean, I didn't really have any interest in meeting meeting her. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because that was also kind of complicated, like in its own right. You know, yeah. She uh, heard about her, and then um, I got a, like a call uh, or no, got like a letter from like her lawyer, like requesting essentially money. No. Was what it was. So I had my lawyer call her lawyer. And my lawyer called me back and goes, he's not a lawyer. It's like, it's, it's her boyfriend, like masquerading as a lawyer kind of thing. And it's like, because this doesn't sound right. Like the whole thing doesn't sound right. And I'm like, yeah, no, it doesn't sound right. And then, uh, um, and then less than a year later, she died of an overdose. And I was like, well, okay. Like, just like, it's weird because it's also like, oh, if she approached me in a non-lawyery kind of fashion mm. or something like that, like, I, you know, I would have at least been mildly receptive or sure. like that, you know, like, yeah, I'm like, but it was, yeah, it was like, just like, it was just a weird kind of like, oh, thanks for doing that to my life for a second, you know, like, yeah, like, just like, you know, like, yeah, it was really fucking strange, yeah. That, and that was your only introduction to her? Yeah, that was it. Wow. And then finding out that she died, it was like, oh, well, there you go. Like, that's like, yeah, they, like, yeah, it's like. Cool. And actually, you know, of course it would have been easier if I none of that happened and I didn't even know she existed kind of thing. But, right. you know, at the same time, it's also I don't want to be naive to life either. You know, so it's like, yeah, no, I mean, I guess I'm glad for that life experience. Like, you know, like, yeah, like I'm not going to get a tattoo about it or anything like that. But like, no, yeah, yeah. But it was like, yeah, very strange. I remember, I mean, my whole reticence about first i have enough friends but be yeah yeah exactly i have enough facebook <laughs> friends already yeah. <laughs> but meeting my siblings is like i do my, they know about you so that's my suspicion is that they don't gotcha because if they knew they had a brother floating out there like here they are this big you know nuclear f- family mm-hmm. and like are they gonna i can't imagine having sisters it wouldn't be like maybe we should just meet this kid yeah what's the age difference are they older or younger much older. Gotcha. Like 50s. Gotcha. So it was his first family. Yeah. And then then you happened. And I was like this, yeah, fun little, you know, side bit. Yeah. And so, A, I imagine he took it to his grave, which now having my own kid, I can't even imagine what that was like. No fucking shit, yeah. But also, I don't need, from what I can tell, and I've looked through pictures, they revere their father. Like, mm-hmm. he was great for them. Mm-hmm. And it's not my place to to muddy that water no i there was this great interview do you ever listen to the startup podcast Mm -mm, i'm gonna forget his name so i won't say it but anyway it was this they interviewed this the preeminent lawyer a boston guy who basically has the very interesting job of delegating money during huge tragedies so for example he did it for 9-11 so when tens of millions of dollars were donated he would be in charge of giving it out to survivors yeah 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 and he talked about a very interesting story where there was a woman who came into his office and just sobbed said my husband was a firefighter, was one of the first responders. My life is over. Like, mm-hmm. I, he was the greatest father to our two kids, the perfect husband. I loved him more than anything and just sobbed. 
and uh, and he had died, and and so the lawyer, you know, is cutting her a check for whatever it was, and he gets a call about two days later from a woman in Queens saying, "Well, he was with me too, and he's got a child." Oh goodness! And so now he's like, the guy is gone, mm-hmm. and I've got this woman who reveres yeah, multiple him. families, multiple families. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Do you tell him, like? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's your place to tell them. He didn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't he think just he... wrote them both separate checks. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. But can you? Ima- I mean, isn't that wild? Yeah, that yeah. is. That is. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, that reminds me of a story I read, like in the UK, um, um, where it was this, you know, young man, young woman. They get together. You know, they, you know, they start, they start making babies. Like they get married, the whole kind of thing. Um, and then they find out that they are half brother half sister <laughs> and this is after they already had a child and after they'd already been married and yes and they uh, apparently they had to kind of like they kind of walked it back kind of thing like of course they have to get a divorce and like you know like yeah and like but like now, now i got this kid floating around that's like you know that just it's you know that that's what you worry about when it comes to like somebody who's going around you know the traveling salesman you know like yeah with the multiple families kind of thing because you know what they had so much in common you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, like that's why they were attracted to each other because they were so much alike. And yeah, you know, right. It's your sister. That, exactly. Because <laughs> you, you have the same DNA. Like, you know, really fucked. Like really fucked. So that's the only danger I see when you tell me a story like that is like, you know, yeah, it's. <laughs> and I love MILFs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it's a wild, I think like, it, obviously, having a kid has even rounded out this experience more mm-hmm. um, because it gives me empathy for him because I look at my kid now thinking, like, what would it be like to have left you? Like, Right. And I, I, I'm, it's two-sided. A, I wonder, God, I feel bad that my dad would have to live with that. But I think people, a lot, most men like that are slightly sociopathic. Yeah, exactly. They're like, yeah, they're, they're, they, they obviously like are okay with that. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, in... I mean, sometimes you have to become okay with that, mm. and sometimes you just are okay with that. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's that's totally cool. Looking at the guy, like ah, oh, that's that's fine. That's you know, yeah, like oh, don't worry, he's he's got a mother, so it'll be fine. Looking at the guy, like that kind of stuff. I'll send a check. Yes, I'll send a check. It'll be fine. You know, yeah, like it's. I I, I can't imagine a universe where I'd be like that. You know, I can't imagine a universe where. Like, yeah, like, and I don't even have a fucking, like, kid to actually look at, because I know it'll be different when I can actually, like, see it and hold it and all that kind of fun stuff. Yes. But, like, yeah, like, you know, but, no, that that's, that's a universe I couldn't live in, where, like, yeah, I was a freaking scumbag like that. You know, yeah. I think it's one of those things where my mother always wanted, um, has been wanting, like, grandkids for, like, a, a long time, and, like, now, like, a lot of her kids are starting to, like, you know... Rory's about to turn 30 and some of us are already in our 40s kind of thing. And, and uh, there's no grandkids. No, no grandkids. Oh, no. Pat. I know. I <laughs> know. Pat. I know. But also like what, you know, when she ever she says that I go, "Mom, you ever like consider the fact that uh, um that, you know, we're all pretty like almost like scared to have kids?" Sure. Because of just like even our upbringing and because like, you know, like like we saw the way our father was kind of thing and how much of a dick face he was and all that kind of stuff. And like, we don't, we want to really, really, really make sure that we don't fuck this up, that we're not like him, you know? Yeah. Like, like that kind of stuff. Of course. You know? So, so yeah, but you know, but now, you know, now we're, we're, we're all starting to talk about having kids. Like a bunch of us are 
married or in a you know stable relationships and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it's a, it's about time. But also, like, like I am I'm about about 15 years older now than my mom was when she had me. Yeah, like, you know, she started real young. She was barefoot and pregnant. Like, you know, so. That's insane. Yeah. You know, that's what she wanted. She wanted to be barefoot and pregnant. You know, and she did that um, every other year for 14 years. She was she had seven kids over 14 years. So it was, you know, a year pregnant, a year off, a year pregnant, a year off for 14 years. All vaginal deliveries? <laughs> no, no. A C-section. All of them. Her stomach looks like a fucking... And, uh, like that. Some of these were from the 70s. So her stomach looks like a fucking smile. It looks like, it looks like the, the, the pin from Watchmen, essentially. Looking oh, at, boy. Yeah, you know, they, they were, it's a smiley face. Looking at, she, she's got like a kangaroo pouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you hear about, like, I mean... You know, I just to see my wife in nine months, the toll that just emotionally and physically, and she looks incredible. Like, yeah, yeah, she looks great. I just met her. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, thank you. Like, she's bounced right back, but just seeing like just how her body ached and like how she couldn't breathe for six months because the baby just kind of camped out on her diaphragm, just pressing on her diaphragm, like lungs, you know. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, six more times? No, you like I can't. Were you massaging her like feet and like calves and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, are you that attentive? Look at. I mean, I tried to be. I'm okay. Like, I'm. I'm happy being. We're none of us perfect, but you know, yeah. No. Yeah, but still. Okay. But you were trying to be an attentive husband. So many men are pieces of shit, Mac. That you'll yeah. quickly find, like, because I'm sure. I don't know if not to project, but like, I feel like I'm reasonably selfish in many things. Yeah. And yet. You know, as soon as the kid came here and when my wife was pregnant, it just was like so natural for me to be like, oh, I want to help you. Yeah. You know, like. Exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. No, that's the same. That's the same like thing. Like, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, she's just working on a show right now and she has to wear high heels. So I give her calf mas- massages, like, you know, things like that. Like, you know, and that's just when she's like just wearing high heels. So yes. imagine like, you know, if she's like carrying my fucking seed, you know, <laughs> I can oh. imagine how like attentive I would be. You know, I listen, I already ordered her lunch she's not even gonna be here for another two hours and she's already got lunch ready for her i pack her her lunch she doesn't like the catering on her show so i actually give her a packed lunch and hang it on the doorknob for her like like you know like like every other morning what do we make um it's usually order in but actually Mm -hmm. i do make things for her Uh, um but yes no i make sure like you know she she's a pescatarian so it's like you know i I, i'll make sure she has like bagels and locks or something like that like her yeah that kind of stuff and but also you know she'll make sure i make sure she has um like chips and uh, uh, I give her like a dessert of some sort, you know, something, you know, some kind of cookie or whatever. Beautiful. And then I give her uh, plastic, uh, the plastic works. We save all of our like, like from a uh, takeout, like we save all of our soy sauces and ketchups. That's like we have, so we New have, York. We, we have a whole, like, yeah, we have like, not drawers, we have bins of mm. it. I like it's even, and it's so fucking corny, so forgive me, but even with my kid changing diapers, which I never thought I'd be into, but now that I do it, I know, like, he, Two is very like as soon as his diaper is wet or whatever at all, he's like, "Get this thing off of me!" Yeah, and I'm like, "Of course, yes." You ever walked around with wet pants? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, itchy, <laughs> and so yeah. like I've shit myself in my as an adult. So like, yeah, like, no, I don't need that. You don't want to sit in there. I remember, I remember one time I sharted at a party, and I was like, "Oh God!" Like, what do I do? Like, it's like it's like, it's like yeah, I, you know what? I wanted to cry also. So there you go. Right, you're <laughs> yeah. like, I have to throw away my underwear. Yeah, but like subtly, I can't just just 
put my drawers like at the top of that, that garbage can. Like, no, like, you, gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta dig in. Yeah, you gotta get, you gotta get in there. Like, and I like it's so. But now I gotta clean myself. And I don't have any wet naps. Like, and I, oh I would, I would love it if I had like something that was like ten times my size, just lifting up my bottom and just cleaning me. Like, just, oh. just like a baby with like smiles. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> you get used to the smell. Yeah, it's, well, he doesn't eat real it, food it, yet. Okay, which I've heard is what is the turning point, and okay. then it becomes fucking. Because I'm I'm used to baby poop because we always had kids in the house, and I was the third oldest, so there was always like babies and diapers in the house for like a long time in my youth, and I was I was actually always okay with the baby poop smell, like you know, I mean it was yeah. little, it was always kind of like. It always looks a little soft, you know. Yeah, it, it looked like baby food. It looked like you just went straight through them, you know. Right. Like, like, like that, that, that was the that was the part that I was like noticed. I was like, yeah, like it's different than like me. Like it's like you know, I, like I, they're not so bad. Uh, you know, actually has the 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 smelliest poops. I'm going to show this out here, please, Rory. Really, for a long time, I think it's because he eats so healthy. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's it's a. Um, uh, I have a friend, uh, Doc Hammer, and uh, he talks about he uh, he's, he's a vegetarian for a long, long time. He always talks about how his shits smell the worst. You know, yeah. now he is like you know like just like he eats a lot of Indian food and he talks about tandoori ass. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it's like oh god, like you know, yeah, like, like, like I, baby shits are like kind of like yeah, like I said, they they kind of are like kind of a poop smell, but kind of like it smells still smells like Gerber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just literally gave him his first little taste of of real food yesterday. Oh, neat. and what I've heard what was it? What was it? It was blended avocado. Oh, of course, yeah. So because my wife's from Sacramento, she's like a California girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's already soft to begin with. Like it's soft. Yeah, yeah. And then we put it in the baby food, like little blender. And then you actually have to mix. Not only is it soft enough then, but you have to mix it with formula. Yeah. Like water. It, and- it's what I do with my cats. It's like when I'm transitioning from one food to another, I use their old food and then slowly transition them to the new food. Like yeah. Like just mix it more and more. Yeah. So, you know, so that's what you did with your kid? Yeah, that's what we did. And... But he and it's so funny because eating is so foreign. So he didn't like he kind of licked it and he wasn't sure. But I've heard that once they get the hang of it and they start eating like one regular meal a day, the shits become unbearable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So there's going to be a turning point in the next like two months. I mean, right now I'm just so happy because he's so like he feels so good. Once I've changed the diaper, that I'm like, I'll do this for you forever. He's got a smile. He looks really delightful. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's good people and it's interesting. What's his name? Max. Max. There you go. <laughs> is it a family name? It no, my wife just likes like short pun, like good punch of a name. Yeah. So it's not like Maximilian or anything like that, just Max is on the on the birth certificate. Max. Max Milo Peck. Max Milo Peck. Actually I like that. Like, it's uh, fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, it, yeah. It's it sounds like a character like in a like Lewis Carroll poem or something like that. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's he's pretty fun and yet to your point, like wanting and like you think about like of course I won't be my dad because like look what happened and of course you won't be yours mm-hmm. and yet there's always these like little like I notice it with things I do that my mom did like my mom and I don't think it's any big surprise why I was overweight was she showed love through food mm-hmm. you know that was my, my cat's overweight like you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the world and it's so funny because my kid we found out at the doctor because she, the doctor used this once she has kid tongue depressors that are flavored. So the kids love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've also... Like grape, cherry, like that kind of shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dreamy flavors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I remember we gave them 
we get, we, he had to get a shot the other day, and so of course he's crying, and I immediately, without even thinking, Mac, I grab the tongue depressor, rip one open, shove it in his mouth, and I'm like, Paige, grab a bunch for our bag. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, great, like, because I can't give him ice cream yet, but I know, it's just like a preview of what's to come, and I'm going to be like, you okay? Do you want some a bag of Cheez-Its? Yeah, exactly. You're seeing it. You're seeing like- oh, a, my mother. Yeah, you're like, your own mother. It's going to be bad. I mean, my my uh, we have this older, you know, because I grew up in, in Murray Hill, and oh, so we have this beautiful friend of ours, Ruthie, who's like a surrogate grandmother, and she's in her 90s, who lived two floors above us in our apartment building. And her famous line is always, your mother was always feeding you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd be fat. <laughs> you're the old mother, your mother's old friend. It's like, I, I knew it. I know. Well, you're in great shape now, though. I mean, do you work for it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, like, how often do you work out? I try to do it like five days a week. Oh, really? And it helps with the old sobriety. Yeah, there you the, go. The like natural yeah, endorphins. You, you replace like one thing with another. Like, yeah, one addiction with another. Like, totally. You know, yeah, I know. I know that. I know the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, do you go to a gym? Or you do it at home? You got a home gym? I do. I go to bougie like Equinox type shit mm-hmm. because I was just like, you got a trainer or you do it on your own? I do it on my own, but I'll do like a mixed bag of like boxing or like a little yoga, a little mm-hmm. hot yoga. A little. Yeah, I know you mentioned hot yoga before. You're like, ah, <laughs> I did. Look at that. Hold on, flex. Give me a flex. Well, I got a flex, but I did cross. Ooh. For Fuck. I was a big CrossFit guy. Did you just I, throw out your? You had a good shoulder surgery there, right? I tore my pec. Yeah. Oh Josh my god. Peck. Josh Peck <laughs> tore his pec. Yeah. Look at that. And then. Wow. Well, gosh. My, and it, it, it's like semi recent. I mean, a couple like within the last five years, right? Yeah. Yeah. This was. Uh, Exactly, like four years ago. There you go. Yeah, I, you I, got it. I know what scars look like, brother. <laughs> you don't get scars. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Believe me, I'm, I'm I'm older than my years. All right. Mm. Like, let's put it that way. Wow, yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but that was like that. I think, and that happened like when I was 28, and I was like, okay, like I'm not no more CrossFit. <laughs> what am I trying to fucking do here? Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Who am I trying to impress? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate CrossFit people because they would be like, oh my god, I just got like a new uh, uh, personal record for my deadlift, and I'm like, but you're an accountant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go to the go, you going to the tough man competition. What are you doing? Like, yeah, oh, were yeah. you fucking proud? Like yeah. you, you do Excel spreadsheets all day. That reminds me of the. Um, uh, it's actually, I think it's even the pilot for the kids in the hall. You know, mm-hmm. like the kids in the hall. Yeah. So, do you remember the Eradicator? No. So he would. Uh, they were playing a, a, a like not handball, but like squash or something like that. And uh, uh, he was the Eradicator, and he always he wore like a mask, and he was always like challenging people like on like the tournament board and stuff like that, and. He's taking it so seriously. He's wearing a mask and everything, but he's challenging like the guy who's kind of just like you know, just like you know, the mid-level vice president of some like you know paper company or something. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, and he like barge into the room. He's like, I challenge you. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll Tuesday four. Like, you got it. Like, prepare to be eradicated. I'm the eradicator. You know, he's like, all right, you know. And then of course the eradicator gets squashed in squash. You know, yeah, right. And uh, um, but it's like, yeah, it's one of those things. Where, like the eradicator, like you know, because he also would dress like a businessman. But like you could tell, like right before he went into the room, he put on his mask and got his paddle out and challenged him. Oh my and god, it's like, it's like that kind of thing. It's like the CrossFit guy who kind of just like, oh, I'm, I'm the guy who can CrossFit the shit out of anybody in my office. And it's kind of like, oh man. And just like get like, I mean, I was about to say get a hobby, but I guess your hobby is CrossFit. But like, you know, get a girlfriend. I don't know. Look I agree. <laughs> People get so passionate, and it's just yeah, quit like, being the eradicator, man. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's after school for adults. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Looking at yeah, like yeah, like 
It's like those, those little kids that take karate or ballet. Yeah. Just like that. Looking at you. Mm-hmm. And I want to say like, but the difference is like my wife comes from this big athletic family, mm-hmm. which I, you know, I grew up in like a musical theater household. Yes. Yeah. So, and her dad was actually a quarterback for the Jets in the 80s. Oh, shit. So, oh, really? Wh- which one? Ken O'Brien. Oh, fucking no shit. <laughs> That's my father-in-law. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was, uh, was he a first-round pick? I think he might he have been. He was. Yeah, no, it was, it was the Marine 83 draft. It's exactly right. I know. You know sports? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, I do. But yeah, no, I know, I know my, I know my sports. Yeah, actually, I think he was drafted, uh, I think he was drafted right before Marino. Yes. Yes. And there was like this huge hoopla yes. over it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a great 30 for 30 about the Elway to Marino, which is great. And they talk about him. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And he's like a salt of the earth guy. And uh, so now I've been around more athletes than ever. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating to me to see the way that just their body awareness. Yeah. How they so naturally, and they can go from sport to sport. They just know how to move. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like he also probably played ba- like baseball and yeah. basketball in high Great school. Great basketball and, you know, player yeah. mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be, you know, he's in his mid fifties. Like I'm going to go play hoops with the guys. I'm like, you are. Yeah. And he's like, he's 50 years old and just like dunk it or something yeah. like that. Like, you know, yeah, like, you know. And he won't turn on the jets, but you know, they're there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Like, like, yeah. No, like, like, yeah. He doesn't want to throw it at sciatica or anything like that. But like, yeah, like he could, if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we like he'll only throw underhanded now because I think his shoulder, you know, obviously after wearing tear for of years. course, like yeah, because he, he was he was a QB for years too. Like oh yeah, like, he, over like, a he, was, he wasn't he wasn't a bust. Like yeah yeah. And I, but even the way he throws underhanded, I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, oh, God, just so beautifully graceful. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be great? I mean, again, it's one of those things where you want your kid to be you, but more so, I mean, like, whenever I see, like, my friends, they have kids, it's like, it's half you and half, you know, half her or whatever it is. Yes. And it's like, yeah, like, and just like thinking about, like, oh, the best of, like, both, like, kind of worlds. Like, you know, imagine it's like, okay, like, you have a, like, an acting art artist background is like, wouldn't that be great if he got all the best of me and all the athleticism from her? Like, you know, like, yeah. Oh my God. Become, It'd be Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, actually. Right. Do you know about Dolph Lundgren? He actually has like a super high IQ. He's a, yeah. Like a chemistry. Yeah. Yeah I, think, yeah. I think he has like a, like a doctorate in chemistry. And also he has like black belts in multiple things. He's like six foot four or five, like chiseled as shit. Apparently he's smart and witty, like and all that kind of stuff. There's actually a great Dolph Lundgren story. This sort of like, it's, um, like these two guys broke into a house and uh, um, and it was like a f- straight up home invasion mm. and the wife was home and they tied her up and everything and they go to start robbing the place and they stop in the hallway and they turn around and they walk up to her and they untie her and they go, we're so, so sorry. Please don't tell anybody. Like, don't tell your husband. And he walks away. It, it was pictures of Dolph Lundgren because it was Dolph Lundgren's house and they saw him on the wall and they go, we don't want Dolph Lundgren hunting us down. And so they stopped and they apologized halfway through a home invasion. Wow. <laughs> that, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, it's amazing. You should look it up. It's actually, this is real. Like, yeah, it's kind of amazing. It was like, that's how much of a reputation he had. You know? It's like robbing John Cena. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, so, like, oh God. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, please forgive us. Like Brock Lesnar. I think it would be even better. Like, yeah. so you walk in and you're like, Oh God! Like you know, yeah, like, those you know. Viking yeah, genetics. Exactly. exactly. Like yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a fascinating. It's a fascinating thing to see. Like, but I the, would, but, the, the, but the, you want the best of everything. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, like just like, I, just imagine this kid has just the the best of me and the best of her. You know? Yeah. It's so I I can't wait for you to get pregnant because me too. <laughs> I, love, I really can't, and I hope that. But I'll tell you this now. 
and I found this weird thing is that people love to fucking scare new parents. Oh yeah, yeah. And they like it's like they get this like it's it, it's this weird sort of all of a sudden autism will be like thrown into the conversation like casually or something like that. Or like li- you know, yeah. even lighter than that, they just like to go like say bye to your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like yeah. yeah, sleep now. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's so <laughs> schmucky. Yeah. Let me just tell you like. None of that is fucking true. Yeah, yeah. I remember I interviewed Jeff Garland for my pod, and I and I remember in the moment because my wife was like four months pregnant, I felt like he was being a little flippant. But now it's like a great lesson that you get early on. It takes time for you to realize, like, wow, he was so right. Like I was asking him for advice or like telling him something to that effect. Like people are telling me this. He's like, stop, mm-hmm. stop it. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't know the kind of kid you're going to have. Yeah. Maybe he'll be colicky. Maybe he won't. Maybe they'll need this. Maybe that. Like, you don't know. He said, yeah. it's just going to be wonderful. Yeah. He's like, it's going to be great. That's good. Yeah. And I remember he's like, no one that's telling you anything knows anything because they don't know your kid. Yeah. And I have found that totally to be true. I even remember this girl recently said this to me after Max was born. She was like, you know what I say about kids? It ruins your life, but it's worth it. <laughs> and I was like, I remember thinking, I don't agree at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because, and I don't know how you are. I don't, I've had enough brunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've yeah. taken enough yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and I've had like my fair share of vacations. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that that's going to not come back. Yeah. But I can totally enjoy tripping out with my kids. Yeah. On like a Tuesday night and falling asleep at nine thirty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've already sowed your oats. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you know, yeah, exactly. Just like yeah, that's exactly it. Just falling asleep on the couch as a kid. You know, yeah. And people are will say that like I remember we didn't find out the sex mm-hmm. in, until the day. Oh, really? You did that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. And people were like, and all my bros would be like, "Come on, boy, right? Yeah, boy, mm-hmm. you, are, you are a boy. This is what you want?" Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, "Nope." Like. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah, I really don't care either. Or, we, we, already, we already have like unisex names picked out, so we're good. <laughs> that, those are the best, by yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. Because also Max would work for, for a girl. Actually, her, uh, uh, Brenda's niece is named Max. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and then I remember, oh, and now, you know, you saw my, my spawn. Like, people are like, wow, I don't see any of you. Like, I don't see any <laughs> thank Jew. You, thank you very much. But they're like, yeah, yeah like, wow, she, that's your wife. And all all like, our babies are going to look Asian anyway. So, like, yeah, they're not going to look like, they're not going to be yeah. blonde haired blue-eyed at all. Like, <laughs> wow, that'll be so cute. I know, I know, yeah. I maybe maybe it'll have my cheekbones, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that'll be great. I mean. Yeah. Listen, all I want really is uh, 10 fingers and, and toes. But not like maybe total. A, maybe but not, eleven. But, but not total. Not total. <laughs> like no, literally like, ten fingers and ten toes. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> right. like, it'd be weird if it's like yeah, got like I don't want a lobster kit. Like <laughs> three, two, <laughs> yeah, exactly. four, one. Yeah, um, that's all. That's all. You, that's all you can really ask for at the end of the day, really. And then then you just kind of do your best from there. That's kind of what it seems like. Do you know that they actually really check? The doctor really counts the fingers and toes? Of course. To of this course. day? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. They check, like, they check for tails. Like, mm. they check for everything. Like, yeah. It's so wild. It's a very cool thing. I mean, I, and I... And she had a natural birth? She had C-section. Gotcha. But I remember... And, I, you know, my mom used to do this thing always with friends of ours who were, like, in their 40s or 50s and didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, they're so nice, but they never had a child. Right. Sad. Okay. Yeah. It's like yeah, calling them a spinster, pretty much. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's sad. Mm-hmm. And, and I used to be like, Ma, get over that. Like, some people shouldn't have kids. Yeah. You know? I know a lot of people <laughs> who shouldn't have kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like... 
but then I also was so I don't know how tell me how you are because like I'm so fucking over myself. Like yeah, yeah, me too. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like I'm done. I'm done with me. You know? Yeah. Like yeah, I'm I'm ready for some you know something someone else in that kind of way. Like yeah, no, I, the timing is right. Like it felt right for you. It, yeah, it totally felt right, and it was just like. Because it was one of those things where any, you know, big decision in life, I was like, so what if we wait a year? Maybe I'd bank a little more money, mm. but I'd be a year older. Mm. And like, I was like, I'm 32. Thank God I've got like enough scratch saved up to where I know I can support this kid for the next couple of years at least. Mm-hmm, yeah. And like, so like the only difference between now and a year from now is like, maybe I go on two more vacations and I'm yeah. a year older. Yeah, exactly. You know? you know, and I've already swum in the ocean. Like I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so and also it, it doesn't, you know, especially the older the kid gets like, you know, the less and less it excludes, you know, like things that you can do mm. like that kind of thing. I think, you know, like, like it's, it's a little trickier to fly on planes with a, you know, a, a one-year-old than it is with a five-year-old or a six-year-old like that kind of thing like, oh yeah. yeah like that kind of stuff like, you know i think it gets easier and easier to kind of i, I have some friends um and they have a couple of kids now but um yeah they, they have really great kind of like funny kind of rules for themselves to kind of maintain their own sanity it's like he gets every sunday like to do whatever he wants and she gets like saturdays and like that kind of like where like yeah like he'll like, come over to my place and like okay let's pound some whiskey and you know play yeah. some cards or whatever like that kind of thing like, all right cool and he gets he gets to do that and it's like all fair game and you know and she gets her days like you know where she gets to be a girl with her friends and stuff that's and great like, so yeah you still kind of get that release you still can kind of you know that cut loose or whatever you know yeah and uh, um oh and at I the same time the older the kid gets it's the easier it is like to take them places and to hang out like easier to take them to a dinner you know like that kind of stuff like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a question about um party monster Ooh, give can it to I me ask? yeah yeah of course did you meet Michael Alec yes what was he like? Um, I mean, he is a bit of a sociopath. Yes. Uh, 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 yeah, he's out, he's out of prison now, by the way. No. Yes. So we can't say too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I went to uh, visit him in, in prison. Where where was he? Uh, it was like someplace like in upstate New York. Or whenever Otisville or something? I couldn't even tell you. I mean, th- mm. this is like, like, fuck. I mean, like 17, 18 years ago. Sheesh. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, w- went up there and everything. And um, the thing is, is that... I didn't have any questions for him. I just wanted to, I just wanted him to talk. That was the thing, you know. Yeah, and it was kind of amazing because he would say certain things. Like, a, um, I don't know. The first thing, as soon as we met him, he also made me wait for like two fucking hours because he had to get a haircut. No. Yeah. No. Seriously, I'm sitting in a fucking like prison waiting room for this fucking guy. And I was there with the two directors, so it wasn't just me. And I think I got him like a moon pie or something like that from the vending machine because that's what he wanted. And uh, um, and so uh. First thing he says to me essentially is, I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything. Like, I was too high. I was too. I was like, mm hmm. I mean, I literally didn't like even say anything. I kept on kind of just going, uh huh. Like, like, it was like the most I would say to him essentially was, go on. Yes. Like, yeah. So go on. Cause I just kind of wanted to see what, you know, like, cause that was the thing is that I'd say my performance in that is very, very, it's, it's shallow. And I'm, I'm using kind of air quotes, like, you know, and it's kind of like cartoony and very, very, uh, a character, like a mm. very much a character. Uh, that was the thing. That's kind of what he was. Like he actually was never really a real person. Like whatever he felt like, like when he was alone by himself, like that's never anything that he ever revealed to anybody. So that's kind of what I wanted to throw out there uh, um, because that's what he was doing with me. And it was like, you know, and at the same time, he's like, I don't remember anything. And then like literally five minutes later he goes, well, like the prosecution said that like, we smelled him with a pillow, but it was actually like a sweatshirt. And I was like, 
like I thought you, and I, I like I'm thinking, sitting there thinking I thought you didn't remember anything right but it's like no just keep talking go on that's what I kept on saying just go on you know so he hadn't been rehabilitated at all I you know he, I, I couldn't even tell you you know I, I it, but yes I mean he wasn't like you know uh, I don't think he was like a murderer kind of thing like I don't like, I don't think he was gonna be come out and be like a serial killer or anything like that like you know I yeah, I, I think he's I think he's done enough mental gymnastics to justify his actions mm. you know what I mean like to like yeah it's like oh like uh, uh, you know I was high and you know he was a jerk and he was mooching off of me and like that kind of stuff you ah. know so he was kind of going down those kind of roads and like I said justifying his actions because you know listen he's got he's got to live with himself he's got to sleep at night you know and especially like like because the place he was at was a uh, solitary confinement only so so now he's also by himself like 23 hours a day and everything like that so you have a lot of time to think and also again you have a lot of time to do mental gymnastics you know? was he there to uh, uh, as an order of protection uh i think he had violated something in his previous prison look yeah he said oh. he, he got set up that's the way he said it look at it, yeah. it's like they gave him some smack and he did it and then like five minutes later they came in there and gave him a drug test like that kind of thing and that's why he's in this place and you know yeah and uh it's like they, they said they gave him a, um, what's that stuff? Uh, uh, something salt, like uh, uh, not pewter salt or something. Uh, it's the stuff that, ma- that makes you soft that they give to boys. Like apparently it's like a mythical thing that they give to boys at like boarding school so mm. they don't get erections. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, fuck. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm going to go anti. <laughs> Boner meds. Erect. <laughs> Sion. Salt. I'm gonna say salt. Uh, saltpeter. There we go. I was I was saying pewter, but yeah, saltpeter. Mm. And he was saying, that, oh, I think they're they're putting saltpeter in all the food here. <laughs> I haven't had an erection in a couple of months, and all the other inmates are saying the same thing. And I'm like, I thought you don't hang out with the other inmates. Like it's like it's kind of just like all of his things didn't add up a little bit. So I was kind of just like, go on, right? I'm like yeah, because I mean, because he was just like he was a character. And, like, yeah, he was, you know, he never, like, seemed, like, very, very real, you know. So that's kind of the way I played it. I played it, like, really kind of, like, you know, like, over the top that way kind of thing. Because apparently he was even worse back then, you know, so. Oh, I'm sure. I remember I was at Sundance when it premiered. And seeing the movie and, like, I mean, it felt like it was the toast of the town. Like, that was the movie that got talked about. During that time, right? I mean, it must have been a. Fun... It, was, it was a very Sundancey movie. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. It was very like of its time, essentially. Did and did you obviously you, you spent time with James St. James? Yes. Well, yeah, because he wrote the book, and yeah, he came to the set a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I got to hang out with him uh, both before and after it. I haven't seen him in, like over a decade at this point. Uh, but he's like delightful. Like you really? Know, oh yeah. He he is. Like he actually would pull certain things, like even during the Sundance stuff, where he would say, um, "Britney Spears." Uh, uh, apparently, she showed up after the movie started, and apparently, they wouldn't let her in because the theater was full, and she came late. And like, so that was the, like the story that went around during the after party. Britney Spears didn't come to our fucking premiere. That's you know? awesome. Yeah, but like next thing you know, it's like it was like he was pulling stuff like from the movie, essentially. Like, yeah, here's how you throw a party, and here's how you get a lot of buzz. 
looking at it was it was he was a he was a clever dude and like he's also funny and witty like honestly he's he's very very charming he's a really good writer too mm. um so yeah like yeah seth got to play uh, somebody at least that was uh like that he could actually relate to and talk to <laughs> yeah and, and had and was compassionate like he cared about yeah them. actually had like yeah something that resembled empathy and like <laughs> right. you know real human emotions like you know, yeah yeah right so yeah no so yeah that, that was funny yeah and like i said it was a very very sundancey movie like and it was right as kind of sundance kind of winding down from like what sundance was like that transition from like that late 90s early 2000s to kind of like now where it's like remember i was uh, i think i was even there uh um i don't think it was mean creek but it was something uh it was like i just remember that we were driving of course there's all the freaking traffic and all that stuff and this I see this lady, this blonde lady kind of like walking by and she is surrounded, like swamped by like 20 paparazzi and just like, you know, and I'm looking, I'm like, who the fuck is that? And I see, it's Linda Hogan. It's Hulk Hogan's wife. No. Yeah, and like, what are you doing at fucking Sundance? And right. why is everyone swamping you? Like, yeah, it's kind of just like, all right, this is what Sundance is. Like, you know, I remember like, you know, wanting to go to Sundance when it was like Parker Posey and Leah Shriver and like all that kind of stuff where you right. kind of, you know, you'd see the like pictures like in like nylon or something like that. Like, you know, yeah. And then now it's kind of just like, like it was like Paris Hilton. I remember was like there that like that year or there was one year where it was, uh, uh, it was Benifer. It was Ben Affleck and J- Jennifer Lopez and like the, like like the streets would be blocked because they would like shut down a street just for them to come and I'm like this is not a hip indie like in a scene anymore like you know now this is a this is a money maker like, it's a place to like you know see and you know to see and be seen you know, yeah i think i would imagine that it, it it's you know corporations and brands like co-opting experiences yeah yeah because because everyone is so glued to their phones nowadays yeah and the majority of people aren't really living yeah. that things like sundance or coachella that start out cool mm-hmm. and then but they're like well it's finally people getting out so let's turn them into a nascar and like throw our emblem on their back yeah. while we're there no I, w- I went there in uh like i did Oh two and oh three in a row because I was there for Saved also, and then didn't go back again to like oh eight, mm. and then it was like back then at least I could actually like go to like the pizza place and have a piece of pizza and be fine, you know. I remember like the last time I was there, it was just it, it was like a tourist attraction, mm. like that was the thing. There was a lot of people there that weren't there for the fest. They were there to kind of like Star Watch and things like that, and it was like. Became really really uncomfortable. Like I, I, I after after that I didn't actually like leave the house other than like to the movie that I was, sco- was supposed to go to, and that was it. And it was like, and I even like I, t- I told like my manager and I told everybody else I'm never going to this film festival ever again. Like yeah, you know, it's 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 not a film festival anymore. Like you know, it's it's a Disney version of it. It's like a you go to Disneyland and like they have Bourbon Street. It's like yeah, it's kind of like you know, there's Bourbon Street in New Orleans and then there's Disney Bourbon Street. Like yeah, you know, <laughs> and so like yeah, this has become like Disney version of Sundance. You know, because I mean I I went there uh, in 1988 or something like that for a lab like that kind of thing so wow. it's like yeah so i mean like yeah like i remember it when it was like literally just a couple of handful of people and you know like i was the resident kid so like any of people like all these people like kind of shooting their short films and you just need a kid like boom there i was like you know like you know, to help young filmmakers and to help young actors and stuff like yeah the labs were really really cool like you know but yeah, like, you know, so it's like, yeah, like 20 years later, I'm like, ah, ah, fuck this. I'm never coming back here again. You know, and I haven't. And I have no intention to. Like, you know, I don't even care if I have a movie there. Like, I'm I'm totally cool with never going to Sundance again. Like, yeah. I remember I my first movie, I think it was when I saw Party Monster, I was 16, was that movie Spun 
which was yes. Mickey Rourke and and I had like a very little part in it and it was like one of the midnight showings so it wasn't you know technically in the festival mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I never want to come back here unless I have something I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't that I wasn't proud of it. It was that like I want to. I know I can feel what it is to be the toast of the town here, mm-hmm. and I want to feel that. Yeah. And and then Mean Creek went, which I was incredibly proud of. I just I think there was like I think I was doing Drake and Josh actually. Yeah, yeah, actually. yeah. You were excellent. You were actually really excellent in that. Like, yeah, that was, that was that was that was a lot of fun. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah, it, you were such a fucking dick in that. It's great, such a bastard. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I, I couldn't wait till you fucking died. Like when you died, I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> for, for, a movie, for a movie that's 11 years old, <laughs> like 15 years old, whatever. I mean, and it's one of those beautifully, like, and I'm sure you've had this experience too, where you're like, wow, it was me and Rory and Trevor and mm-hmm. Carly and these people. And then also it was like 300 grand and us in Oregon and mm-hmm. you coming for a week to take care of Rory. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and you just see, I had to be a guardian for once. I know. Oh, I know. It was so weird. Look Man at, of responsibility. I know. I hung out with all the other, like, like the stage moms for like a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, they're like really way too happy for me to be there. I'm like, I'm going to go hang out over here now. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is intense. Yeah. And I just, like I wanted to try to play the part of a stage mom for a second, and I was like, as soon as I was like, no, I'm cool. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I wanted, I, well, I wanted to like, you know, see how the other half lived a little bit. Yeah, know? and I was like, yeah, no. After about like literally like three minutes, I was like, you ladies have a good time. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, enjoy, yeah. enjoy measuring each yeah. other. Yeah, I, I have, I have something to read. <laughs> I need it? to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know? and I, I, I have to call my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I remember doing like. That and then I wasn't able to go, but then, then I did the Wackness in 2008, and that was like we won the Audience Award, and it was like me and Ben Kingsley, and I was so proud of it. And I remember thinking in that moment, a I, and I wasn't sober then, so I really couldn't quite enjoy anything because mm-hmm. I remember it was like, it was really quite, it had quite the effect, and people were responding to it so well. And I remember, like, I was there for literally 48 hours, and I left. And mm-hmm. people were like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. soak this up. Yeah, exactly. This, go, go to all the parties. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah this yeah. won't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're lucky, maybe this happened one more time in your life. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, I gotta go. Like, mm-hmm. this has been so great. Mm-hmm. And we got, like, this standing ovation that it can only, I can it's, only it's fuck all, it up. It's, it's only downhill from here. And like, uh, Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna fuck this up at some point. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I should I should excuse myself from yeah, the exactly. table. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, and, but and I haven't been back since, and it's funny. Like I did this movie, this little indie that came out last month, and it's a, it's very you know like sweet and a and it's a good in, independent movie. And I remember when when I we screened it, and obviously everyone had hopes, as every indie filmmaker does, yeah, to yes. do that circuit. And just in the current day and age, I remember thinking in my head, like, oh, this is never getting to Sundance. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a reflection because I was like, this would get into Sundance. Well, I've, had, I've had a film rejected by Sundance before. Like, yeah, yeah. But, like, what I meant, I was like, this movie is like, this movie would have gotten into Sundance in 2004. Yeah. But not. It's, it's, it's a different It's a different world now. It's just a totally different, mm-hmm. you know, like, you got to have some big stars and it's got to be. Well, exactly. Kitschy. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, even just, like, look at. Uh, um, Probably you nerds out there look, look like the San Diego Comic Con, and how like it started off as like a niche kind of thing. Like yes. you know, yeah, we're just like yeah, get get your thing signed by some indie kind of like writer and so. And now it's like you know, there's 
entire like ballrooms like dedicated to Game of Thrones and things like that. Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, I mean, even like look at like South by Southwest in, in Austin. Like, I remember like, uh, um, uh, cause it's hard to get around in freaking Austin during South by and, uh, like they have like, these little rickshaws. Yeah. You can like kind of like, you know, jump on and like there's like Game of Thrones like stuff on the back of it and like advertisements and like, you know, something about like, you know, Seth Meyers' new late night talk show and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, what does this have to do with like, you know, what South by is like, you know, yeah, like what the music scene is and what the, what the, mm. what the art scene is, what, what the movie scene is like that kind of thing. And like it just evolves because there's, there's too much money to be made. That's the thing. There's just too much money to be made. I guess. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah, like after a while, you know, you gotta, like they start selling their souls a little bit to the corporate devils because that's, that's, you know, that's, and I don't really necessarily blame them. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, the, the, the whole city's winning and we're making money and, you know, yeah. And we're, you know, it, it's simulating the local economy and, you know, so it's like, you know, like everybody wins, but at the same time, it's like, it's that, uh, well, back in my day, you know, mm. South by was, you know, back in my day, you know, Sundance was really cool. Like, you know, it's like, you know, like, I guess we're turning to crotchety old men a little bit. Like, you know, we totally do. So do you see, like, obviously you've come from so, you have such a perspective, right? Because the business and, and I speak for myself has had this immense shift over the last feels like two decades. Mm -hmm. Right. So do you ever see it like returning in a sense to what, like what I remember it being was like that there was room for great indies and there was room for like great $15 million. These dramas. things are cyclical. I Is think. it? Yeah. I think there's a certain kind of like, yeah, there's a cyclical kind of nature. I mean, I mean, right now it's like pretty much you can make your movie for like $300,000 or you make it for $250 million. And there's not a lot of like five, $10 million movies being made. That's exactly. kind of just the way that it works right now. Um, but also like, these there's certain kind of movies that sometimes like you know blow the doors off of things you know i mean just you know i remember when everything was a cross between blank and pulp fiction you yes. know like that kind of thing you know and there's occasionally like yeah like just you know there's certain movies that kind of come around where it's like you know it's like like bridesmaids was one of those yeah like bridesmaids was one of those where it's kind of just like every movie was just like oh like yeah every like, now we need chick flicks like yeah i mean you know that kind of stuff but also then like you know the business as it currently stands is also kind of like oh you know bridesmaids let's do ghostbusters with chicks looking you know, like, like it's like i'm not sure if that's necessarily the, the right movie either but um it's because it's just like it becomes reverse engineering yes Sorry, I'm smoking too much. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I forced you to like borrow my jewel. <laughs> Sorry about that, kid. <laughs> it's like um, it's when who was it? It was like some famous starlet who would have to kiss this, you know, like big Humphrey Bogart type. Mm -hmm. And but I guess like his breath or something was like always bad so she would like literally eat onions before yeah oh i've heard that story yeah, yeah i can't remember who it was but yes would literally just take an onion like a bermuda onion and just chomp on it like, yeah you know, mm -hmm. let's yeah. party yeah let's go let's go kid look at it i think that's so wise and, and right for your perspective the cyclical nature because what what i see now amongst my friends and listen like there are definitely moments for me where i get you know a certain level of frustration just because I spent sort of 18 years of my life thinking the business was a certain way yeah. and conforming to that. And then all of a sudden it had the nerve to go and change like all things. Yeah, yeah. And and I have friends who like literally take a stand and feel like this is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. And then other friends who I think like me are just kind of like, 
Let's just ride it and yeah. see. I mean, listen, it, it, you're riding down a river on a raft, and sometimes there's rapids, and sometimes there's slopids. Uh, you know, that's the way it goes. Look, and, yeah. and so, you know, it, it's, it's the nature of the beast. Like, it's like, you know, something like Little Miss Sunshine. Remember when that came out? Like, then all of a sudden, every other movie was a cross between this and blank and Little Miss Sunshine. And, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, like now some of these, like, you know, two to five million dollar indies, like, kind of came back for a while. It just, it's the way that it kind of goes. I mean, look, I, I pretty much removed myself from that situation. Like, you know, I occasionally do gigs so like you know as like I don't know favors or something like that like I don't I don't I'm not on the circuit I don't audition or anything like that or because like, you, know, you know it'd be fun right? yeah exactly exactly but like you know exactly mm. but yeah no I don't really I don't put myself out there in that kind of way I mean uh you know I, I'm kind of of this like funny opinion and I, I'm I'm generalizing here of course but it's like a um um like if you stay in show business long enough either you turn into an asshole or you go fucking crazy you know that's yeah. the thing like yeah and i've seen a lot of like the best people i know because here's the thing is that people in hollywood are some of the fucking best people uh because it's one thing to be handsome and it's one thing to be talented and it's one thing to be charming you know but it's another thing to have all of those things you know plus the smarts mm. you know yeah and i've seen and that's the thing is that because a lot of kids come off the bus over like out in la and stuff like that like you know they're the prom queen you know from from des moines or whatever that kind of stuff and they all come here thinking they're going to make it and you know sometimes they're you know, they have a dimension or two, but like to have that multidimensional kind of personality. I've seen a lot of that out here, like the people who have it all. Yes. And you know what? I've seen this business fucking eat them up and chew them out and turn them fucking crazy or turn them into fucking assholes. You know, yeah. And so, like, I don't, I don't know, like, it's like, it's, it's, it's a big turnoff for me, really, more than anything. Like, you know, I, you know, I try not to judge too much or anything like that. I just kind of just like look at it, like the, just like the scene and I go, like, yeah, it's not for me. Like, honestly, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to raise my dog and my two cats and I'm going to be happy. Like, you know, I'm going to drink my wine and, you know, I'll, I'll put some microphones in front of us and we'll do something like this. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. But you know, for the most part, like, you know, yeah, like, I mean, I don't mind. I've been doing some more um, um, developmental kind of stuff and some kind of producing kind of stuff. But like, it, you know, in general, like I'm, yeah, it's just like, I, I you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm, it's not a means to an end in any kind of way. It's kind of just more of an outlet to be creative. You know, it's not a way to even like make money necessarily. You know, mm-hmm. listen, I made my fortune when I was like nine years old. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You know, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just kind of do things to do things, you know, at this point. Uh, was, yeah. Was that ever, I, I, the one thing I'm interested in is, is because I grew up without much money and like, and I know you did too yeah, until yeah. you, you made some, is it weird that other people knew that you had a lot of money? Oh yes, of course. Well, like, yeah. And also like, I mean, especially when you're a kid, cause they like, they think you have money. It's like, no, I don't really, I don't have money. I'll have money when I'm 18 after mm. that, after that, after the trust, you know, Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, no, it was strange because yeah, because we grew up like dirt poor, like and uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden yeah, got some got some freaking money. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it it it's um, yeah, dynamics change, you know, and people change just naturally, and yeah, it's just it's it's the nature of life. It's the nature of the beast a little bit, and you know, it, it's you know, you don't you know, it's it's not as much as like people showing their true colors as much as it is kind of just just the nature of the beast changes. Neil Brennan had this great quote where he said, I became successful and I basically set up an inadvertent sting operation on everyone in my life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to, to basically see like, if you were shitty to me before and now you're nice, well then you suck. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just basically, it was a way in which to weed out anyone who was disingenuous. And then he said, 
And I found this really interesting. And I think it pertains to me. Like I had this great success and I feel myself in this sort of weird race to get like that one more thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's always a hope, right? Like when you become defined by something, when you're young, yeah. it's like no, the, well, fir- the first thing they ask you, like, you know, you're holding an Oscar, uh, you just won best actor or whatever. And the first thing they ask you is what are you doing next? I mean, totally. you, ha- you have to be in perpetual motion a little bit. Like yeah. there's always another gig. There's always another gig. You want to be, you want to be able to like, like I want to be like, Oh, Oh, I loved him from Drake and Josh and whatever, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't have that end whatever yet. And so Neil talked about, like, he said, you know, I did the Chappelle show, and then I had this, you know, decade hiatus in the middle where I worked a lot, but it wasn't something of that level. Yeah, was, what was is. he at SNL for a minute? Like, something like that, I don't know. He's, he's pretty much worked with everyone great. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, and then he did that Three Mics Netflix special, which was brilliant mm-hmm. and so well received. And he said, I had to have another similar success to realize how much, how fleeting it was. Yeah. Like... I needed to have that second wave of it to go, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. is actually all this mm-hmm. thing that I thought I needed to, like, yeah. say, I'm not just that guy. I'm that plus this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, as I would is, say. You, so you feel like you're chasing that dragon? I think there's, yeah, there's definitely a part of me. You know, I just, I don't want to be the one. I, I, I still feel. You don't want to be the angsty guy from Red Dawn? No, that's bad. <laughs> that was bad. I You're was so, so angsty, angsty in that. I, guess, I have to it's say, it's so bad. It's no, it's not, not my bad. best it's not, part. It's not, it's, not, it's not bad. It's just like, but you are just full of angst. Like, I wish know. someone had told me. Yeah, <laughs> I wish when we were doing it, they would have been like, no, it's not, it's not, it's not bad. I'm, 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 I, I tease. Like, it's, you know, yeah, yeah. no, Mac, you are right on. <laughs> <laughs> angsty is the word. And I wish someone had said like, hey, it's coming off a little angsty. <laughs> yeah. been like, got it. But no, yeah. Yeah, like, so you always, like, you want to, because especially when you do something when you're a kid, like, you're on a certain level of autopilot. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you kind of want to be like, I bled for this as a grown-up, and Mm -hmm. it, you know, overperformed. Yes. You know? Yeah, exactly. But then, you know, a couple days later, we all We all want things. I want to go to the moon. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, like, yeah, just, you know. I mean, I I think, like, for me, like, and I think, you know, it's the same approach you should probably think. I don't know, but who, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, um, you know, listen, just... Do the things that make you happy. Yeah. I mean, and it goes across the board, like not just like with your work, but just anything. But like, yeah, no, just do what makes you happy. Like, you know, don't chase that dragon, you know, like just, you know, just do consistent good work. I mean, there's, there's plenty of like, you know, child actors that like, you know, like, gotta just like, I mean, people forget that Christian Bale was a child actor. Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was in he was the star of Newsies. People do fucking forget that Batman was the star of Newsies. Wow. Yeah. No. No fucking shit. Like, but there's also like you know, there's just people who like just like a uh, um, what's his name? Uh, um, Jack, Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie yeah. Earl Haley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, yeah. He was the he played a, a, a was it, it was like Kit Kelly or something like that from a, a Bad News Bears. Mm. And it's like yeah, no. And now he's like yeah, he's like Warshat and this and that. Like yeah, he he just kind of he's always working. I mean, he was in. Gosh, I forget. Oh, there's a, there's a, a TV show that like uh, he he's always working. He's like doing like five things a year and all that kind of stuff. And it's like yeah, he's not like I said, he's not chasing the dragon. I'm kind of just like what, what defines him. He's just he's just doing his thing, you know. What I mean, and I think that's a really really healthy approach in general. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So don't don't think that you need something that like redefines you or anything like that. I mean, just fucking do it. Just just do things. Yeah. Just do things that make you happy. Like that's all. Don't don't do it for the sake of this or that you know like it's like oh like you know oh like so i have something else in my back pocket like no just do things because you'll see how how often you'll trip and fall into something really cool 
Yes. That's the idea. It's like, look, we're all walking around in the dark, bumping into furniture. It's just that like you want to bump into something soft every once in a while. Like, that's all. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, that's the way it should work. Do you find that, like, because I would, I, I try not to do this, which is that, and I heard Mark Marin talk about it, that when he started his pod, people would say, I love your podcast. And he'd be like, well, you know, I'm a comedian. Yeah, he'd exactly. qualify with yes. his reel. So when people would say, like, I love Drake and Josh, I'd be like, well, you know, I'm, I did the whackness. Yeah, and, yeah. And I have Do you a know podcast. I was in Red Dawn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the angsty kid in Red Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, like, I, and I always, like, try not to, like, be that. Because yeah. I'm like, uh, stop it. Like, uh, just uh, be just, glad that honestly, they enjoyed you. You know what it is? It's like there's certain times where it's like a... Like a like like the Google ad or something like that. Like you know, we had some kind of like troubles with with the script and stuff like that, and kind of. Thing. And I remember my brother said like, "Oh, you know, I really like that thing." I'm like, "Oh, thanks," but, you know, like da da. And like I just told him like, "Oh, we were back and forth with this, and everything was like I was you know up till four a.m. sometimes talking to these freaking people." And and I remember like talking for about ten minutes about it, and he's just like looking at me like like kind of a little dumbfounded. And I go, "Yeah, from now on, I should just say thank you." Mm. And that's killing what I do in general. Like, you know, kind of just like, yeah, like, just like, hey, man, I love doing Home Alone. Like, oh, thank you, man. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Cool. End of exchange. And you know what? Like, yeah, like everybody wins. Look at him. Yeah. I get complimented and he gets thanked. Boom. Like, why well, get into it? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yes. Like, I love you and Drake and Josh. Thank you, man. Thanks. That's cool. Right. Boom. Done. It's like, yeah. Don't even think like, oh, like, oh like, I was the angsty kid in Red Dawn. Like, you know, don't, don't think about that kind of stuff. I was Chris Hemsworth's brother, which makes no sense. Yeah. yeah you, guys look, you guys look just alike. Right. Fucking Thor Jr. over here. Yeah. We're just Australian Adonis and like this hot-blooded Jew with too long of a hair. <laughs> um, all right. We've gone about an hour and a half. I need to pee and also whatever. Like, I'm, you know. I'm proud of I, us. I, I'm proud of us, too. We crushed it. Uh, um, listen, uh, um, you have a, your own podcast, which I want to be on. Please. Yes, yes. I'm going to Milwaukee next week, but I can do it the week after. How about that? We'll, we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about it off mic. Love it. It's uh, called uh, Curious. Check it out soon with Matt Culkin. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Curious. Uh, yeah. And uh, um, anything else? Anything like social media that you want to like shout out for? Uh, no, not really. Just uh, listen to the pod. There you go. Curious. There you go. Yeah, there you go. And uh, I'm going to do an outro later and stuff because I actually really need to pee. It's all this wine. So <laughs> thank you, Mr. Mr. Peck. Thank Mr. you, Mr. Walter man. Peck's uh, uh, nephew. <laughs> Daddy Walter. <laughs> yes, there you go. Thanks a bunch, man. Of course, man. So it was really fun talking to uh, Josh Peck, not Gregory. Um, really charming guy, actually. Uh, really, really fun dude. Uh, yeah, it could go on and on. Too bad I had to pee so bad. Um, but um, yeah, no, terrific guy. Uh, fun talking to him. Uh, I'll probably be on his podcast as well. So uh, yeah, no, it went fantastically. Uh, it went glowingly. And I got him out of my house before I did like start doing some uh, other things in my life. So that was that was nice. <laughs> but no, no, for real. He's actually a, a gorgeous, gorgeous human being. So um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is the part where I have to like uh, plug my stuff. Uh, check me out on the Twitter. It's uh, uh, at uh, Incredible Kulk on, on the Twitters. And on the Instagram, it is uh, at Kulkamania. So pretty cool. And uh, leave us voicemails. Uh, give us a call. Uh, because we play them at the end of the show sometimes. And if you're cute and funny, like do it. And honestly, we're running low on voicemails. So for real. Like if you actually like give us one, we'll probably just play it for, for shits and giggles. So our number is eight four five three nine three four six two nine. That's eight four five easy e hoax. 
So, uh, yeah, no, hit us off. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, if you've gotten this far. And uh, that's it. So, um, yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> All right. Rink a dink a dink. Rink a dink Bunk a dink a dink. Bunk a bunk a bunk. Rink a dink a dink. Always getting voicemails. Eight, four, five, easy E. Hoax. I said it's eight, four, five, easy E. Hoax. Hey everybody, just want to give a what's up to everybody on the podcast. This is your old pal Jack. I was just thinking, is the episode of The Simpsons where Bart uh, divorces his parents because Homer saw his money uh, from the commercial he made as a baby, was that based on Macaulay Culkin himself? I think it might have been. And he meets Tony Hawk. Yeah, something to think about. Hi, Mac. This is Anna from Anna's Dollhouse. I just wanted to say I'm loving the new podcast, and I'm so grateful to have my comics featured on Bunny Ears. Thanks again. Bye. So I should be studying for my nursing school final that is tomorrow, but instead I'm calling a random telephone number. Thank you from 36-year-old me to 20-something year younger me. Thank you to you and Devin Sawa and Austin O'Brien for all my sexual awakening. You're fucking amazing. Later. Oh, my God. McCullough Coke and I'm John Travolta. I'm here to tell you I love the podcast, man. I love a podcast and I'm Scientologist. Make sure to convert to Scientology. Hey, John Travolta out. I love you, McCullough. Oh, my God. Find me, gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. You are freaking lumberjack! Oh my god. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.